Hello, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very happy to be with you today. I hope you all are just enjoying life. That's what we need to be doing now. We have spent a whole year in sort of a new reality. And even though it has been a whole year in counting, I think for many of us, it's still sort of a pinch me time. You know, what am I doing? How am I spending my time? What, what am I supposed to be doing? We have moments of enjoying. We have moments of frustration. I've talked to lots and lots of people who have shared that these have been challenging times. Um, sometimes it's because of the isolation, because of loss of lack of work, because obviously of health challenges. Um, just the human beings need to be together. And we have been forced to be apart. And even now, as we venture out, as more and more people have gotten the vaccination, there's still a lot of trepidation, a lot of unknowns in our world about being connected to each other and having physical connection to each other. And so I was thinking, you know, what, well, how should we focus ourselves during this time? As we recognize that, you know, some people call it a new normal, I don't know, the moment that we are in is what we have. How are we using that moment? How are we recognizing what opportunities are before us, what challenges are before us? And I have a very dear friend, Lejeune, who used to talk to me about this particular topic that I wanted to focus on today about being conscious and intentional. And I think that we started talking about this when she was working on her doctorate. This is many years ago. She's had her doctorate for a long time, but she went back for her doctorate after having worked for many years, raising her son, um, you know, having a very busy life. And then she decided, I'm going to go back and uh, complete my education. For any of you who have done that, you know, it takes a tremendous amount of focus and discipline to go back to school, to matriculate all the way through a PhD while working, while raising a family. And she did it. And she, we talked about making a plan. When you make a plan and you execute that plan and you stay focused on that plan, then boom, the plan gets done. By being conscious and intentional, the plan is able to be completed because you are doing the work on a daily basis. But it's only when you are engaged in conscious awareness that you, you think about it. Okay, this is what I've told myself I'm going to do. This is the plan that I'm going to follow. And here's how I'm going to execute that plan. And I'm going to stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. When you do that, then you get results. Now, this is not rocket science. We know this. And I talk about it all the time here in Dream Leapers Inspiration about being disciplined in moving forward with whatever it is that is our dream. Whatever we, whatever burning inside that 
is telling us it wants to come out and, and live and breathe and be. Whatever that dream is inside of you and me, what is it? And what am I going to do with it? When you consciously access it and you consciously make a plan to have it unfold and not because somebody over there is doing it, but because you are doing the work and you are intentional about how you spend your time in order to make your plan manifest, that's when it does. I can't remember how many years Lejeune was in school doing her PhD part-time, like I said, while working, but it took a bunch of years and she never gave up and it happened. I'll think in the education field, I'm gonna go to Dara who worked with me for many years and when, when he started working with me, he tells a story a lot. Um, I asked him, what do you want to do with your life? What do you really want to do? And he said, Miss Cole, I'm going to go back to school and get my degree. I said, okay, then that's what you're going to do. And it, this wasn't about the work that I was hiring him to do. This was about how are you going to fulfill your dreams? Because I always ask people, what do they really want to do? You know, you may work with me for a moment, but what do you want to do? in your life and how can I support you? And for him, the support was cheerleading. You can do it. And he did it. He got his associates, he got his bachelor's and then went back and got a master's over time. I think he said it took about six years to do that. Conscious and intentional, focused, vigilant, never giving up, no matter what. There were many obstacles because we were working so closely together, I remember many obstacles that he faced that for many, it would probably be a deal breaker. Okay, this is too hard, I'm done, I'm done. I, I tried, but it's not gonna work. And I remember talking with another friend of mine about the tenacity of Dale and just how, how proud we both were of this man who, no matter what the obstacles were, he, with a smile on his face, continued to pursue these goals. This is what being conscious and intentional can look like. When you stay on course, on the course that you have made for yourself, and you stick to it, and you commit to completing whatever the task is that you have given yourself to complete, then what happens? You accomplish it. It is not mysterious. You know, sometimes when we hear about accomplishments that others have made that, that seemed huge and monumental, we go, I could never do that. How did that person do that? How in the world was that possible? Pretty much just about anything is possible if you stick to it. If you are steadfast, when you are steadfast and focused, you get things done. Now, I can tell you when it doesn't work, when you aren't specific enough, then it can be very difficult to reach your goal because you haven't defined it clearly enough for you to understand how to get there. So I mentioned rocket scientists. Let's say you decided you wanted to be that. If you 
don't go to school and learn and 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 get educated in the areas that would make you a rocket scientist and you just say i'm going to work at it i'm going to read some books i'm i'm going to go to all the museums and i'm just going to stay interested being interested isn't enough you have to break down whatever whatever your goal is you have to break down the steps to meeting your goal i feel somewhat like a broken record because i talk about this all the time but honestly, as I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. This is what it takes. When you have a goal and you think it is worthy of executing, you have to figure out how to execute it. You can't just want to. It can't just be a desire, a burning desire inside of you. It has to be way more than that. It has to be you making a choice that what your heart has told you to do is worth it and that the next steps are for you to figure out how. And that requires you being conscious and intentional, consciously aware of that you put all of your awareness and focus it on that. If it, it feels like a puzzle, you keep noodling over that puzzle until you figure out, hmm, okay, uh here's what i need and if you let's say sometimes you can't quite figure it out then you ask for help see sometimes we we get so locked into our heads and i've got this idea i want to make it work but i don't want to tell anybody so this is a double-edged kind of thing because on the one hand if you talk too freely about your ideas there's a chance that people may steal them that is true and so you have to weigh what should you share, how much of it should you share, and with whom. But I want to tell you, if you decide you're, you're so nervous that somebody might take your idea that you don't share it with anyone, it is unlikely that it will manifest. Remember I went back to how human beings need each other? Not just for physical touch, but our brains. We need each other to interact with each other, to build and grow. And one of the things that I teach in my public speaking classes is about speaking your truth into action. And what do I mean by that? When you articulate what you want to do, where you're headed, then you create space for others to support you. If you put out into the universe what you want, what you, your intentions are. What do you intend to do now? If you state it and get it crystal clear, remember, be specific. You get it super specific and pinpointed so you know what you want and you know the steps to getting there. When you start talking about it clearly with the right people, meaning who would be interested, who's going to tell you the truth and give you honest and compassionate feedback, who may be able to help you, help you form an idea, help you find resources in order to meet your goals, who can help you? You think about, they have to be conscious and intentional about that too, so that in your 
manifestation of your dream. You are opening doors consciously. You're knocking on doors consciously. The doors of opportunity. Well, you have to think about what they might be. And by the way, it isn't always you know the boss, the, the person in presumed power in a particular situation. The, the gatekeepers are often the most important people. So, you know, when we were in offices and some people are going back now, you know, who answers the phone? Who is in that administrative role? Who's the incredible connector? That may be a person that you need to talk to. You, it might be the um, letter carrier in your neighborhood who you chat with sometimes and you share an idea because that person is a good listener and can connect you to somebody uh, in his network or her network that, oh, I know so-and-so. It could be like in my neighborhood, the crossing guard who for so many years watched out for my daughter. She was crossing the street, who told me about a wonderful fitness class that she herself was teaching. Do you get it? I'm, I'm giving these examples because I want you to see the who can be outside of whatever your normal box would be. Who is in your life? With whom do you interact on a regular basis? Whose heart seems open to yours? Who is a good listener? Who cares about you and wants you to succeed? Those are the people that you may want to talk to. Now, you don't want to ask advice of someone who has no expertise in your field of interest uh, and then take something that would be like technical advice from someone who can't know. That, that would be foolish. But it doesn't mean you can't talk to those people because they may know other people. It's this circle in the circle of life of giving and receiving you open your eyes and look and see who's in my world. Who is in my world that I can trust to talk about my idea, talk about my dream. Being conscious and intentional about the people with whom you talk. Do you see that? I, I want us to think very in a very focused way about this because it comes up a lot when I talk to people about uh, building their dreams and taking them from the sort of big picture general idea to something concrete that they can work on and grow. When you're in that phase, it is so good to engage the right others to listen. So there's a, a, another woman who I've watched build her career over, I think she's, I know it's more than 10 years now. And some of you may know her name is Brandis Daniel. She created a business called Harlem's Fashion World, which is, put, shines a spotlight on African-Americans in the fashion world. And she's done an incredible job building this brand. She now has a partnership with CFDA, the Council Fashion Designers of America, which is the preeminent um, gathering spot of, 
American designers. Why am I mentioning Brandis? In the very beginning, when she had her idea from the start, she created a, an advisory board. And her advisory board was made up of people in the industry that she respected, many of whom she didn't know, but she had a very tight idea for her business. And she contacted me as well as a number of other people and invited us to be a brain trust to where she could bounce ideas off of us and in confidence and grow her ideas. And she is doing a phenomenal job with her business. She started out after having her idea, creating this advisory board. I think it's such an excellent idea. And if you haven't done this for yours, think about it, consider it. It's like for me, even as I'm saying this out loud, I sort of have an informal advisory board. But now that I'm, I am saying this out loud, hmm, I should probably make a formal advisory board. Yours can be informal or formal, but the point is that you are communicating with others who know things that you don't know, who are willing to share their advice and expertise with you as it relates to your idea. And when, when you take the time to really think about who those people might be and how their wisdom may benefit you and you bring them together, when you bring them together so they are talking with each other and you, then the brain trust grows exponentially because one person has an idea and another one has an idea and together those ideas can create an explosion of creativity on your behalf because you have invited them very consciously to think about your idea. This is something that we do now and I'm a senior fellow with an organization called Encore.org that was founded mm, some 20 years ago initially really to bring a sense of awareness and uh, respect for people in their second acts, encore, you know, people who are, who've been in the workforce for a long time and looking to make sure that they're vibrant and uh, just continuing to contribute great things to society. I joined them through this fellowship program, I became an Encore Fellow, where if you've been working for a long period of time in the uh, commercial world, they partner you with a not-for-profit where you bring your skills and expertise to them. And so everybody learns and grows from each other. So I started with them and in my fellowship was with AARP which was an amazing experience. And I've continued to do work with them. I do a broadcast uh, for them. Why am I telling you this? Because recently, is, as a senior fellow, I've participated in meetings where all the senior fellows come together and we talk with each other. And then one, or if there's more than one who work together on a project, present their idea to the senior fellows. And there are about eight of us. And we brainstorm with them about what we think about it, uh, what idea, what questions, clarifications we may want to know to help them fine tune the idea that they've posited to us. And 
we take turns doing it. So over a period of time, we all will have the opportunity to bring our ideas forth and have folks listen and share their input. It's just like that advisory board I'm talking about. We are doing this with this fellowship. It works. It works if you create a brain trust of people you respect who are different from each other. So they bring different things to the table when everyone is committed to supporting the moment. And so I want you guys to think about this for your dream. First of all, do you know what your dream is? And if you have more than one, have you chosen one that you want to that, that you want to nourish, that you want to grow? Have you? Have you chosen one? If you haven't, I want you to really pick one. It doesn't have to be, look, we have lots of dreams, so you can choose one. And if you study it, then you'll figure out if this one is worth cultivating. But choose one. Write it down. Write down what steps you think are required in order to manifest that dream, whatever they are. Be specific, very specific. And then the next list I want you to make is a list of people that you know, whom you trust, that you would like to invite to be part of your brain trust, your advisory board. Who might that be? And you can look at it in different ways. I gave you a couple of different examples. You could have the advisory board like Brandis that is specifically for your business, your idea. And all these people are coming together for your idea. You could do something like what I just described with Encore.org where is a group of people who are all working on ideas and you take turns presenting your idea to the group and at when it's your meeting, your turn, everybody listens to your idea, but it's, it swaps out. That may be valuable to you with your friends, with your people, with people that you trust, because then it's not just all about you. Sometimes people may feel that they having that reciprocity is more interesting. You figure it out, but make your list, make your list of people that you trust, who you would like to invite to be on your team. And guess what? Not everybody's going to say yes because people have their own agendas, their own schedules. Everybody's life is different. But if you make it appealing enough and you share why you think it would be great for each person that you invite to be part of your brain trust, then you, you create the opportunity for folks to want to be a part of it. Now, I'll give you another example. A friend of mine, a woman I've known for a very long time, is a wonderful organization. Uh, it's a legacy organization. Invited me to be on her advisory board recently. And I wasn't able to agree. I love her. I love her project. I don't have time. And I know what she deserves is for someone to have enough time and to devote the time to help her get to the next level. That's why she's creating it in the first place. 
And even as she asked me, she said, Harriet, I will understand if you can't do it, but I just want you to know we would love for you to be part of it. And I learned years ago not to agree to do things if I don't feel certain that I can fulfill it because that creates disappointment, hurt feelings, and, you know, and, and a dwindling of trust. So I thought about it and I said, you know, I can't do that. And she understood. So think about the people in your life who you would like to be part of your brain trust, create a beautiful invitation that also has parameters. What do you want them to do? How often do you want them to meet uh, with you? Is it a group meeting? Is it one-on-one? What I often do is one-on-one, but because of what I'm doing now with Encore, I realized "Mm, there's some, I'm enjoying the brain trust as a group. Figure out what you want, what you need, outline it so it's crystal clear, and then present it. And the why is so important. Why are you asking them to do it? And what benefit might they get from it? And you need to think about people's interests and desires and capabilities when when, when you do this, because you know some people may want to be acknowledged. Just simply acknowledge you. When, when you are talking about your project, acknowledge that you have an advisory board and I'm on it. Some people may not want that. Some people may want to be very private and just um, know that they've worked a long time in a particular area and want to support you and want it to be anonymous. Some people may want to be a part of your idea if it becomes a business or something that can be profitable at some point and they want to be part of it when you go down the line. Is that something you're interested in? Think about what people may want and what you have to offer so that, again, you're crystal clear when you get to the point of inviting people to be part of this advisory group. I think that in the world of manifesting your dreams, this can be very, very helpful to invite other human beings that you love, trust, admire, to be part of this engagement with you. And so the homework for everybody is it's several fold. I said it, but I want to repeat it. What's the dream? What dream are we working on now? Can't just be general. Oh, I have a lot of dreams. I've been thinking about this. No. What dream are you picking? What dream are you picking that you want to manifest? What is it? Write it down. What steps do you think are needed in order to activate this dream? Write that down. Be as detailed as possible. And by the way, this is not a one-day activity. This is something you do over time. One hour a day, focus on your dream, and over time, you get these steps written down. Number three, create a brain trust list. Whose advice, whose wisdom, whose counsel would you like to support you in developing and activating your dream? 
you can put dream people on the list, people who it's a reach. You don't know them, but wow, wouldn't it be amazing if. So like my daughter's about to apply for colleges. So there's the, the reach schools, <laughs> they're the safety schools and the ones in between. Who are the reach people? Who are your reach people that you just, in the best of worlds, you would be able to invite them to be part of your brain trust? Write it down. Who are the safeties? And think carefully about that. Who Safety doesn't mean just anybody. It's got to be someone who you think can be beneficial to you in this particular capacity. It's not just somebody who loves you, but what do they bring to the table? Who do you think has the time? That's part of safety. Who has the time? And then going back to when I mentioned about myself not having time to be part of this uh, friend's advisory board, it doesn't mean that I won't help her. It's just I'm not able to commit to oh, once a month or whatever the, like the rhythm is that she needed for this board. Doesn't mean that I won't help her. She will call me on occasion and I'll do what I can. Think about how much time you believe people have and then how you want to ask them. Maybe some people are once a month meetings. Maybe other people are every now and then, once a year. Think about people who would be interested and willing to support you. Write that down. Think about how much time is needed for this project. And then start asking. Drum up the courage to ask. Now, I would practice to ask with people you feel very close to so that if it is a little stumbly at first, you master it before you go to the people who might be a little tougher. That's why developing an elevator pitch is so important. How do you talk about what you're doing so that you're able to entice people to want to help you, to lean in, to do more. So this is a lot. And guess what? Because we are going into this space of really digging into our dreams, trying to make them manifest, I have decided to host a couple of workshops. Uh, I think it's June. Let me look. I'll tell you exactly. It, uh, they were going to be in May, but I'm moving to June. June 5th and June 12th, they're Saturdays. The first is going to be you know, accessing that dream. We're going to have a guided meditation. We will do visioning. We will, so an art project together. We will articulate our dreams and talk about them. It's interactive. That's the first class. And the second is on storytelling. Because just as I said, that elevator pitch is so important. How can you develop your story so that people will be attracted to it, to you, and really want to help you, to help open those doors? So there are two workshops, one June 5th, one June 12th. uh, And I will put it in the, um, on my Facebook page, Harriet Cole Media Facebook page, um, so, so that you could sign up. There is a cost, a nominal cost. Individually, the classes are $75 each. 
but uh, if you sign up for the two together, it's $125. And actually, I'm pretty sure, let me, let me see. I can just tell you what, I'm gonna tell you what the, uh, what the login is for this. Except for I don't see it. So it's 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 a bit.ly. I'll just put it in because I can't remember. I will, but it is June 5th, June 12th, Saturdays in the afternoon. So that's good time for most people. In East Coast time, it's 1 to 3 p.m. And I welcome you to come. Oh, good. My assistant put it in here. HTTP colon two backslashes B-I-T dot L-Y backslash DL Spring 21. DL Spring 21. It's a bit.ly DL Spring 21. You can sign up now for one or both classes. I'm going to repeat it. It's, <coughs> pardon me, HTTP colon backslash backslash B-I-T dot L-Y capital, all capitals, DL Spring 21. So I hope you'll sign up. Uh, I would. I used to do these workshops a lot in Harlem, and people would come together and we'd work together. And we can't do that right now. But also, when I was doing them in Harlem, people kept saying to me, "Why can't you um, make it virtual so that we can all participate?" And so that's what we're doing. These are the first two virtual classes that I will be doing uh, through Dream Leapers this year. And I hope that you will join us. It's a deep dive. It's really a lot of fun to work together on accessing your dream and helping make it manifest. And if you're already working on it, you can bring that dream with you and we can go deeper. So I look forward to doing this with you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.